everyone. It's a beautiful rainy afternoon, depending on where you are and what you're doing and what you're up to. Today, I thought this combination of the topic of motivation and self-responsibility is really interesting and really fascinating to me. And it's also very close to our heart for the being more human mindset model that we've created. There's a series of five different mindsets. And on one end of the spectrum, we have the sufferer mindset. And then right up the other end of the spectrum, we have the thriver mindset. And so I've just been pondering and and reflecting, you know, what would be the difference between people in these different mindsets and their motivation levels, how motivated they are. And if you think of it this way, it's it's fairly logical because if you're someone who takes absolute extreme responsibility for what you do in every area of your life, then you're actually not going to be having too many excuses about why you can't do things. And you'll have a genuine internal belief that your effort makes a difference. And the cool thing about that is the more that you believe that your effort makes a difference, then the more likely you are to put in effort in the first place. And so I thought this is really interesting because on one end of the mindset spectrum, you've got your thriver mindset. In that end of the the mindset spectrum, you have, I'm just thinking of the best way to actually define it. You have such a clear sense that absolutely everything about your world is created or contributed to in some way by you. And you get a really clear understanding of your ability to make a decision that makes a difference. And what that allows for is this space where you're highly motivated to go out there and make that same difference because you believe you can. Down the other end of the spectrum in the mindset model is the sufferer mindset. And in the sufferer mindset, someone who's suffering from that kind of mindset doesn't believe that their effort counts. They have learned to become helpless and they believe across a period of time that no matter what they do, they're not going to be able to make their world any better. So they kind of throw their hands in the air proverbially and give up. For want of a better description, they give up on wanting to make their lives better because they don't believe that they can. And you can imagine that kind of mindset, it makes much it makes motivation a much, much more questionable thing to be able to do or to achieve or to have because you actually actually don't feel motivated because you don't believe that anything that you do makes a difference anyway. And I thought that it would be fun to share a little story with you. Some of you might have read the book called Extreme Ownership, and it's a book about some Navy SEALs who were deployed in Afghanistan. And the first chapter in the book is a really interesting story about um, these SEALs who are in um, a particular piece of infrastructure on one part of the side of the road, and they were about to shoot out at their enemy across the road. And what it turns out is that the people they were about to shoot at were not their enemy at all. They were friendlies. They were also Navy SEALs. 
And you can imagine in that kind of environment as a Navy SEAL, um, it's kind of the unpardonable sin to actually shoot at someone who is your colleague and on your team. And they were all very grateful that didn't happen. But what the whole chapter is about is what happened to the commander, the big boss, in terms of how he decided to hold people to account for their role in that particular situation. So he had one choice, which was to go around and say, well, you know, Pete over there, he didn't do that right. Brad over there, he didn't do that right. Bill over there, he didn't do something else right. Or his other option, which he chose to do, and in the spirit of extreme ownership and extreme personal responsibility, he actually stood up and he said, he copped it on the chin and he said, you know what, I'm your leader and I'm willing to take responsibility for what just happened and I'm willing to step up and to reflect and look at the learnings that we can get out of this. So he was a big enough guy to know that his role as a leader counted and that had an effect on the motivation of his people. And you can imagine how they would have responded to that. And I just think it's a really interesting thing for us to think about and just really to ask in our own life, a really a good indicator of our own lives is just ask yourself the question, is there somewhere in my life where I'm making an excuse? Am I making an excuse for staying in this crappy job that I don't like anyway, but nothing's going to be better? Am I making an excuse for sitting on the lounge and not getting fit or being healthy? Am I making an excuse for being totally average in the way that I do things? Am I making an excuse for not wanting to set a high standard about my relationships? Am I making an excuse just because it's a habit to make excuses? It's a really good self-insight into your life to ask, where am I making excuses? Because you will know that they are the areas where you feel it's really hard to be motivated It's really hard to be motivated, so you make excuses, so it gets you off the hook, so you don't have to be motivated. And that's the sort of thinking process that can happen sometimes for you. So if you've only just jumped on and you're just listening to our story, my name's Michelle Crawford and I'm from a business called Being More Human and we help individuals and teams and organizations to reach their human potential. And we do this in a whole range of different ways, but one of the key themes is about helping us to understand how, why, when, where our motivation kicks in and what role that has in helping us to reach our human potential.